0: Time for a PBFG Quick Hitter. So real quick, I want to talk about something that's been a little bit of a debate uh, on these internet streets. It's, it's been a lot of the film heads versus the PFF types, which are a variation of a film head, and the Analytica. Uh, Analytica and PFF have allied basically denigrating Trayvon Walker uh, Analytica seems to think that Trayvon Walker just stinks, <laughs> and PFF seems to be a little bit more impressed by him, but still uh, not sold on Trayvon Walker as a top ten pick, maybe not even top fifteen, just because of the lack of production. Because Trayvon Walker had six and a half sacks his senior, his final year at Georgia, which is passable six and a half isn't terrible it's more than leonard floyd had in his final year at georgia it's just that he also trayvon walker that is didn't have a lot of pressure to go with those sacks either uh and pff is of the opinion and most people who use advanced metrics are of the opinion that pressure begets sacks pressure is stable sacks are not uh to make an analogy to hockey It's like shots are stable, but shooting percentage isn't. Or to make an analogy to baseball, uh, hard hit balls typically become hits or home runs. Sometimes you have bad luck, and that's not the case. But if you just get players who make hard contact at a consistent rate, that will more sustainably lead to hits. So, the idea is Trayvon Walker has a low sack total, but even more worrisome, he has a lower pressure total. Or rather, a lower pressure rate. Now, Trayvon Walker is being widely rumored to go number one to the Jaguars, which is absolutely ludicrous, if you ask me. Uh, because while I disagree with them in some, you know, degree, PFF puts it very well when guys like Sam Monson and Mike Renner say in Aiden Hutchinson, you get. of the athleticism of Trayvon Walker, but with, like, 500% of the production. So, like, you know that at very worst, Hutchinson's going to end up being a very solid, power-rushing defensive end who is good against the run and solid against the pass. And if Hutchinson ends up being what he probably will be, in my opinion, you just got the best of the Bosa brothers, which is, again, a power rusher who creates significant and consistent pressure with great technique, great athleticism, and despite the fact that he's got r- relatively small arms, he's still 6 foot 7 and still has passably long arms. The guy can extend, get into you, punch and it's over. He's also ridiculously quick and fast and strong. Like the guy's a great defensive end and he should absolutely be going first overall. Now, the issue that I have is that people, and this actually goes for Jordan Davis as well, people don't realize what Georgia's defensive scheme was doing. And it's frustrating because a lot of people at PFF also don't either acknowledge or understand what's going on. So, basically... George, most 99% of defensive lines just say, hey, when they snap the ball, go get the ball. If the quarterback's holding it, tackle the quarterback. If the running back gets it, you know, control the line of scrimmage and tackle the running back. George's defensive line on literally every single play, they scheme it. They have three or four down linemen, and they all have a responsibility, and they're all incredibly disciplined, by the way, all of them up and down the defensive line. And their responsibility is to set up, effectively, one of them, somebody in the front seven, every play, to get a really easy pressure on the quarterback. So, typically, this is actually N'Kobe Dean. Uh, One of the reasons that a lot of people think that he's so athletic and so instinctual One of the reasons is just because, like, they had an amazing defensive line constantly keeping offensive linemen away from him. So he's never getting blocked. He's always in open space, and all he has to do is come downhill because he's either going to run directly into the running back or have a clear shot at the quarterback as long as he has any idea what's going on. There's a reason he didn't run the 40, and it's because his athleticism on tape is greatly exacerbated in perception simply because he's in this amazing situation. So, Trayvon Walker, Jordan Davis, amazing athletes, great players. Really bad production. Meanwhile, Devontae Wyatt, good player, and Jalen Carter, really great player coming out next year, and Nolan Smith, good player coming out next year, all had much better production. So Sam Monson loves asking, why? Why is this Georgia defensive scheme crippling the production of Jordan Davis and Trayvon Walker when the other three defensive linemen on that team, yes, their stats are inhibited, but they're not as inhibited. They still get pressure at a higher rate. They win at a higher rate. They clean up sacks at a higher rate. What gives? And frankly, this is how I can tell that Sam Monson's not actually watching the film. What do Jordan Davis and Trayvon Walker have in common? Aside from the fact that they're freak athletes, they're freak athletes that have a ton of power. Trayvon Walker's a defensive end, but he could very easily play three technique and line up as a defensive tackle if that's what you want from him. When 3-4 defenses were prevalent 10 years ago, a 3-4 team could easily have drafted him and played him at, you know... Five technique, which is a 3-4 defensive end. Like an Eric Armstead. Or even a DeForest Buckner. Jordan Davis, obviously, we all know, he is a planet-sized human. He is a sentient version of Pluto. They're both movers. They can, when they touch an offensive lineman, that offensive lineman no longer blocks anybody on that play. They can both two-gap which means that they can intentionally not create pressure, but take away two blockers, opening up lanes for other people. Now, the three linemen that were getting pressure, let's start with Nolan Smith. He's a 230-pound, two outside rush linebacker who lined up a defensive end a lot. He is purely a speed rusher. You cannot use him on a stunt or a twist to take away blockers. Because again, remember that Georgia defensive line is kind of operating like an offensive line in that they have certain players effectively blocking offensive linemen so that other guys can run free almost like a running back. It's ingenious and it's why their defense is so fantastic and it's why they have pressure on every single play. But it hurts people's stats. So... You can't use Nolan Smith to block an offensive lineman. He's too tiny. You need him to just run around and clean up. That's all he can do. Uh, Additionally, Georgia had a linebacker. I think his name's Ryan Anderson. Don't quote me on that. I don't remember his name. You don't need to know his name. He's going to prison for rape. Uh, He's currently in the middle of a trial. He's been accused very credibly of rape. And there's another accusation of sexual assault that is... In its infancy. So it looks like that guy might never see sunlight again. Um, We're talking like 30 years here. That's an NFL career and then some. Uh, He was another speed rusher. So they number four or number 19. One of the two. Yikes. That's bad. It was number 19. Number four did not do the rapes. (laughs) Number 19 would loop and twist, and stunt. Running through those alleyways that Davis and Walker would create and getting free looks at running backs and quarterbacks. So that makes his efficiency stats, his sack-to-pressure ratio, look really good because he can't be the one who's stuffing things up. Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle, another really good player. And he did actually have... His fair share of plays where he is uh, blocking the offensive line, if you will, he is stuffing and two-gapping fairly frequently. But he's a three technique. Uh, That means that he's the kind of defensive tackle like an Aaron Donald that gets upfield with their quickness rather than winning with their strength as much. I mean, Aaron Donald's such a freak that he does both, but you know what I mean. Meanwhile, Jordan Davis is like Greg Gaines if Greg Gaines did a ton of fucking steroids. So Jordan Davis can slam down, take the center and the right guard out of the play, and then Devontae Wyatt, being much quicker, can loop right past that gap where those two linemen were supposed to be and get a free look. Devontae Wyatt isn't nearly as good at taking away two linemen so that Jordan Davis can stunt. You see how that makes sense? And then finally, Jalen Carter, who is still at Georgia and will be a top five, maybe top ten, but probably top five pick next year. He's really, really (laughs) well-rounded. He's amazing. But again, why are you going to have him stunt and stuff and two-gap when Jordan Davis is built in a lab to do that? That's why when Sam Monson asks how come the Georgia defensive line scheme didn't cripple the statistics and the pressures, win rates, et cetera, of the other three defensive linemen. You can tell it's he's not watching because it's very clear that they put those responsibilities primarily, not entirely, but, you know, more so on the shoulders of the power rushers, the big men, Jordan Davis, and Trayvon Walker. Now, when they get to the NFL, in the NFL, 75%, 85% of snaps, you're going to have both of those guys just the the play call for them is going to be, see that guy in front of you? Get past him and find the ball. And that's a lot easier. And you see some snaps where Trayvon Walker and Jordan Davis are allowed to do this. Or where the opportunity is just so good that they actually do abandon their play and just say, fuck it, I'm getting the ball. And when they do, it's magnificent. And that's what you're banking on. And yes, Trayvon Walker does need a little bit of refinement just in his technique rushing the passer. But one, if you are a Greg Cosell or a PFF or just a stat head, and you are seeing him get stuffed, quote unquote, stuffed by an offensive tackle on a pass play, there's a really, really good chance that it's because he's just trying to hold his ground while Nolan Smith runs his tiny ass around the edge and gets a clean look, or Lewis Seen is blitzing up the middle, or Nicobe Dean or Channing Tindall or Quay Walker are busting ass through the middle. There's a reason that Georgia has three linebackers all of whom put up shockingly good pressure stats, and all of whom look ridiculously athletic. There's a reason. There's two, and they're called Jordan Davis and Trayvon Walker, both of whom are incredible players. I think that when they get to the NFL, Trayvon Walker is going to be able to just play defensive end like a regular regular player, and he's gonna rack up pressure. It's going to be special. I think that when he gets to the NFL, Jordan Davis is probably actually going to play three technique because he's so fast. And he is going to create incredible pressure while stuffing the run, simply by existing. Teams aren't going to want to run when he's on the field, and when they do, he's going to take up two blockers simply because he's that wide. It's incredible. But Jordan Davis prefers to win with speed and quickness because his speed and quickness are fucking out of this world. Disgusting fast. Frankly, I kind of want to see Jordan Davis lose 100 pounds and play defensive end. That's where I think he would be freak show all-time great. But alas. I don't think that Trayvon Walker should be the first overall pick, and I'm not certain I think he should go top five. Just because of fit. But, okay, the Jaguars should take Aiden Hutchinson, but if the Lions or the Texans or the Jets or even the Giants decide that they want Trayvon Walker in the top five, I am not going to hold it against them. He is probably the second best edge in this class, especially considering we don't know what the hell's going on in Kayvon Thibodeau's head at any given moment. We don't know if he actually cares, although... His interview on NFL Network last night was shockingly good. Um, I don't want to cast aside two years of on and off actual play, uh, questionable motor, and people who know him asking questions about how much he loves football because I saw him on TV in a hoodie seeming really cool. (laughs) That's how you get into trouble. So, just to recap, Aiden Hutchinson should still go first overall. And Trent Baalke is being the idiot we all know that he is already if he takes Trayvon Walker ahead of him. Because, as the people at PFF have very succinctly pointed out, Aiden Hutchinson is every bit the athlete that Trayvon Walker is, the one difference being a couple inches of arm length and if Trent Bulky thinks that a couple inches of arm length are so much more impressive than 14 sacks in the Big 10 an extremely high pressure rate, extremely high refinement, extremely hard working motor like it's <laughs> just very silly and there's nothing to be ta- there's nothing to be said he won't be picking next year so we won't have to talk about Trent Bulky ever again two Jordan Davis is a really 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 good defensive tackle and people like Greg Cosell that say he doesn't have power and people like PFF that say he isn't a pass rusher and the general public which suggests that he has a hard time staying on the field they are completely misinterpreting what they're looking at it's not that Jordan Davis doesn't have power it's that his job is not to rush upfield. his job is to clog and he is extremely disciplined Trayvon Walker and Jordan Davis are two of the most disciplined offensive linemen I have ever seen in my life. It is incredible. Three. I don't know what to make of Kayvon Thibodeau, but I don't want to overvalue his really awesome interview from yesterday. If you haven't seen it, go look it up. Andrew Siciliano is going at him. Like, I felt kind of bad for Kayvon Thibodeau. Like, did he... Did he kick Andrew Siciliano's baby sister? Like why is he why is he coming for his throat so hard? I don't know why, but Kayvon Thibodeau handled it like an absolute champion. And he should be really proud of himself, and his his parents should be really proud of him. Like, he's a better public speaker than either of our last two presidents. But I digress. That's all I got for this one. I'm sure I'll put out another quick hitter before the draft. I'm just spitting when it comes to my head because I don't want to write. Till then, happy draft season. Asta.